Welcome, welcome to the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly. From the sea to the glass, wine has a past. Our aim at the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast is to look for adventure at wineries around the globe. After all, grape minds think alike. Let's start the adventure. Our featured winery is... We wrap up our conversation with Bob Wickheiser of Pecan Creek Winery in Muskogee, Oklahoma. Okay, Bob, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. How many labels do you have? We actually have 20 labels. There are dry and sweet labels, and um, there are, there's only two that are not from grapes or products that we get locally. We started out, you know, everybody in the world wants Cabernet Sauvignon. Cab is hard to get, and frankly, it's hard to grow here. But we, we do grow some, and uh, we have a limited production right now. We did win a bronze at San Francisco Chronicle for it a couple of years ago. So I started getting, I source grapes from Lodi originally and now from Washington State. We make uh, one line called Purple Martin that's uh, grapes that are not local, but it's a pretty darn good wine. And we also buy some mead from a Missouri meadery and we uh, add about 5% of one of our white wines to it to give it a little more acid kick and balance it up. And those are the only two at either end of the spectrum that we don't source and make entirely uh, locally. So hypothetically, Bob, if a vineyard from California ever said, you can't compete with what we produce here in California, what would you say? I still do say that any idiot can make good wine from West Coast fruit. But if you want a real challenge, you want to come out here and try it. The UC Davis field book for all the pests and bugs and viruses and bacteria and molds that affect wine is about 30 pages long and the the Oklahoma State University uh, field book is about 200 pages. We have more things to worry about here than a grape grower in California would ever even dream about in their worst nightmares and then we have weather of course you know it was our meteorological date of last freeze is supposedly April 15th, tax date. But uh, April 26th this year, we had 25 degrees for four hours. And our Vitus vinifera plants especially were pushing out shoots about two, three, four inches long. And they just turned brown and fell off. It was oh. like, oh my, oh my gosh. But you know, you never worry about a freeze, especially in, after your vines have budded out started pushing out shoots uh that's unheard of in most grape growing regions so you know we have that and we have ridiculously humid hot summers so difference between the day and nighttime temperature it can be 30 or 40 degrees in california nighttime sometimes it doesn't cool off below 80 degrees it's hard for the vines to, to rest metabolically that's one of the reasons why our sugar levels are not as high as they get in california but our acid levels tend to be very good i personally do not like high alcohol wines anyway i prefer you know 12 to 13 maybe 13 4 percent abv thankfully (laughs) we can't grow high alcohol wines here so we take what we can get Uh, we're having fun and we're kind of uh the contrarians um my partner, Dr. Wilkinson, and our vineyard manager, Gary Ketchum, are just fabulous at managing the vineyard. And finally, Bob, because you take such great pride in your winery, you really encourage people to test their local wineries, don't you? You know, if you believe in in local business, then, you know, don't buy exclusive uh, El Cheapo wine at the big, big box and grocery stores. Come out to your local winery and enjoy something that's truly local. Ours is grown here, it's made here, 
uh, it's as local as it gets. It costs a little more, but on the other hand, we, we tend to not use any chemicals or additives. I can tell you that our grapes and, and the soil around our grapes have never seen a drop of Roundup ever. Understand that, that most California wines, even the quote organic ones, as test with residues of Roundup in them. And we don't use Mega Purple and the stuff that the big wineries use. And, and we tend to just take our time. And, and so our whites may take six months to come out and our reds never see the light of a bottle for a year to four years. Let time do what time does best. But we're not in a hurry to push stuff out the door for cash flow reasons. We're trying to make darn good wine, wine that's respectable and that reflects the terroir and, and characteristics of our uh, region. The website's pecancreekwinery.com. I think Facebook, you just look up Pecan Creek Winery and you'll find us. We're shipping through uh, Vino Shipper. We ship to 40 states and California will be on board soon as number 41. Thank you for listening. I'm Forrest Kelly. This episode of the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast was produced by iHizzard. If you like the show, please tell your friends and pets and subscribe. Until next time, pour the wine and ponder your next adventure. Hi, before you go, we have exciting news. The best five-minute wine podcast has teamed with a breakthrough technology and added a new feature on our website that's bound to elevate your podcast experience. Here is where we need your help. Trying to remember something from an episode? Don't worry. Search for it, and we will find it for you. Have you ever thought you could just ask questions and chat about the episodes as if you were talking to me? Well, now you can. That's right. Our episodes are now interactive, and they're waiting to have a conversation with you. Jump into a chat with our podcast, and let's get the conversation started. Try it out, and tell us what you think. Click on the banner at the top of the website, thebestwinepodcast.com, to try it. 